That Naturopathic Podcast. TNP. Hello there. Hi, and thanks for joining us. I'm Dr. Michelle Fobega, naturopathic doctor. And I'm Dr. David Miller, ND, and we hear your frustrations. This show is for you. This show is for you if you're feeling like your current healthcare strategy is not getting to the root cause or the underlying reasons for your health. This show is for you if you've been told that you're fine, but you definitely don't feel very well. This show is for you if you're walking out of your doctor's office with one, two, three, four, or even five medications without any mention of diet, lifestyle, or a long-term game plan. This show is for you if you've got several specialists taking care of you, but no one is really putting all the pieces together. This show is for you if you believe that health should be part of healthcare. These problems have solutions. We know it. Our patients know it. And we want you to know it. Naturopathic medicine is the solution that you should know about. Hello, and welcome to another episode of That Naturopathic Podcast. I am Dr. Michelle Pobega, naturopathic doctor. Um, and today is going to be a short episode of just me and my musings. Um, this isn't going to be so much of a highlight on a supplement. It's not going to be on anything like a condition specific. This is just a heartfelt message to the audience and to just people at large. Um, it is a very common conversation that I have in clinic with patients about how their emotional and mental well-being impacts their physical well-being. It becomes abundantly clear when we talk about the organs that I think are most impacted with their physical expression of health. And then I connect it to certain emotions and it seems to almost always line up when there is underlying resentment and poor expression of anger in traditional Chinese medicine, this greatly affects the liver. If there is a lack of courage or a lack of ability to make decisions or for decision-making, this can affect the gallbladder. If there is constant worry, this can affect the stomach. If there's difficulty letting go, then this could affect the large intestine. If there's grief and sadness, this can affect or show up somehow in the lungs. It's really remarkable how our body holds the message of our mental and emotional state. And unfortunately, that is one of the hardest things to have to shift and come out of. But I would argue that is the most rewarding thing to have to work through and shift through. If it wasn't for the work that I did personally, I know I would not have overcome my digestive problems to the degree that I have. If I didn't dig deeper and look at some of the pain that I pushed aside and pretended to ignore or just continued to fume over rather than processing it and working through it and trying to find forgiveness or trying to find a different angle or understanding it from a different perspective. If I hadn't have done that work, I would not be in the place that I am now. And what I've come to realize, even with my own personal struggles with various parts of my life, my life isn't sunshines and rainbows. I'm still human. I'm still of this world. I still get frustrated. I still get triggered. I still get aggravated. I get emotionally distraught about things. Trauma happens. Sadness happens. And I notice how it affects my body. I notice how stress affects my body. 
I notice when I'm in my head and I'm overthinking and I'm overworrying how my digestion then shows up for me. And I want to really just drive home the idea that we are not just physical, tangible bodies and meat suits walking around this earth plane. We are energetic. We are electrical. We are light beings. On a, on a microscopic, cellular, and quantum level, this is what we are. But we are emotional, and we are also mental and cognitive. And there's so many different variables at play when it comes to our existence here and our spiritual self as well. And it's so freaking beautiful. But we seem to get caught up with just focusing on the physical. The physical, the physical, the physical, the tangible, the tangible, what's been studied, what's been quantified, what's been put in a Petri dish and isolated and segregated. I hate to break it to you, but we don't live in a Petri dish. We don't live in a double-blind placebo control trial. We cannot actually remove the emotional and energetic and spiritual side of ourselves. Science might be able to do that to some degree and get a glimpse of how things function, but it's neglecting a whole other side of us. And I don't even, and I think it's hard because it's difficult to quantify that stuff. So a lot of people don't give it enough weight because if they can't see the lab values, if they can't physically touch it, if they can't see it, if they can't um have a doctor find it in a research study, then it's easy to dismiss the value behind this. <clears throat> we are quantum. This world is this quantum miracle of liquid and solid and gas and electricity and light photons and frequency and energy. And it is magical and it's magnificent. And you as a human, dear listener, are no different. What are you doing to honor those other parts of your existence? Are you denying them? Are you pushing them away? Or are you brave and having the courage to face them? Because what we choose to not face will find its way to come up again. What we choose to push away and ignore will always find a way to rear its ugly head or seep through the cracks again. I see this in, cl in clinic as well, where I have patients who repeatedly don't take the pro I don't want to say don't take the process seriously, but don't don't really honor and respect the the, the process of healing to its entirety. It feels like there's often, they come in and they're like, I didn't start it. I didn't start the protocol. I just couldn't. I started it and then life went sideways and this and this and blah, blah, blah. And I get it. Life is so remarkably busy. You actively have to work hard these days to find peace, <laughs> to find pleasure, to find contentment and rest, deep rest and nourishment in this world the type that we actually need. It takes active work and I get that. But I find that more often than not, it's people's subconscious belief systems that are keeping them 
that are sabotaging the process before it even starts. And when it comes to how they show up in clinic, it's, I couldn't start or I started it and I, and then I fell off or I didn't even do anything. I just got busy. And a lot of people don't even have a reason as to why. And this is where I start to see the patterns of self-sabotage. And this to me is, is really showing me how there are, there are stressors not being dealt with emotionally and mentally. There's maybe some sort of trauma that was internalized. There are poor subconscious belief systems or subconscious belief systems that are now, or that are no longer in service of you, but are now more of a sabotage or an interference with your, with your health and your progress and your, your greatest potential. And that is typically a big limiting factor for a someone's commitment to their healing process and their physical body's ability to then show up fully as well. If you're already talking yourself out on a subconscious belief system from from going there because you're thinking, why bother, or I'm not worthy or something, and you're not even consciously aware of this, you're already cutting yourself off at the legs and you're not you're not going to get very far. And I will still work with people. They come in, they keep they keep wanting to do the work, but they don't know how to get out of their own way. And this is where the conversation comes to work with a life coach, a therapist, an energy healer, a Reiki master, an intuitive counselor. I don't know what floats your boat, but it has to start with the inner, deeper work. And if you have experienced more painful trauma, then I definitely encourage you to work with someone who can help you unpack that in a safe way. That is so important. What I've come to understand in the last few years is that our fascia is basically this beautiful network that's both liquid and solid and crystalline, and, and it abides by the rules of quantum physics. And quantum physics really abides by like electrical pulses and frequencies and magnetic pulses in this. And when we start looking at people like Joe Dispenza, who talks so eloquently, God, I love everything he says. And he talks about how emotions are just energy in motion. And when you have a thought, it literally produces an energy or frequency in your body. And that then affects the frequency and the energy in which the molecules and the protons and neurons and everything that they vibrate at. And then that manifests into more of a, a bigger bigger picture and conglomerate of, of network of cells or things that come together. And then that forms tissue or function, et cetera. Your emotions and your thoughts carry a frequency that affects the three-dimensional reality that we live in. And what I've come to learn is that we can, stresses or emotions, unresolved emotions or traumas or pain can get buried or then stuck or embedded in the fascial network. And the fascia is 
such an important part of our physical structure and well-being and capacity to be stand erect on this earth and respond to gravity and all this stuff. Our fascia is so important. And it also helps with transmissions of pain and inflammation and, and electrical pulses and all this stuff. And if there is stored trauma or or stuck emotions in the fascia, then it can disconnect how that frequency moves through the fascia. It can disconnect or interrupt pain signals or healing potential. This is where we have to start looking at ourselves as more than just these physical bodies. And this is personally an area that I am invested in exploring more. I even saw a colleague of mine get... um uh, start going towards becoming a psychologist because she realized that it's that deeper stuff that is often limiting or inhibiting a person's potential to show up for themselves the way they need to, to take action to heal and for their physical body to then also heal. Because I truly believe that our physical body is really an expression of our mental, emotional, and energetic bodies. And if there's an imbalance in one area, it's going to have a ripple effect in those other components, what makes us human and the magic that makes us human. And we have to be willing to face all the pain and all the emotions. Being able to have sadness as part of the human existence. There's a yin and yang and there's a duality to life without Without the darkness, we cannot appreciate the light. Without sadness, we cannot appreciate joy and and uh and happiness like there's a duality to everything and it's a part of what we're meant to experience in this world i don't want people just walking around in pain all the time but what i've come to realize is that people are walking around in pain all the time and it's partly because there is deep-seated trauma that is not being dealt with and their physical body their physical expression of pain is a reflection of that deeper mental emotional spiritual pain I don't, we don't have to have a quote unquote mental health diagnosis to seek support, to work through issues. And I, I deeply and wholeheartedly encourage you to find the support, the medium, the space that you feel is safe and therapeutic to begin to unpack the deeper stuff, to start to acknowledge and say hello to your real true self, to love yourself, even the parts that you've tried to hide, to love yourself unconditionally. And I wish you the courage to finally face those things and to see that it can be transmuted into something better. It can be shifted. It can be released and you can heal. I truly believe that the world as a whole needs to heal. I see a lot of pain, not just in the office with physical symptoms of GI issues or gallbladder pains or or arthritis or migraines, I see pain emotionally running through the collective consciousness in people right now. 
And we're all so distracted by consumerism, capitalism, instant social media, instant gratification, the next dopamine hit, video games, addictive food, nightlife, whatever it is. And it's easy to get caught up in that because it's so much more, quote unquote, in the moment rewarding to just seek that next bit of adrenaline or dopamine hit or instant gratification than it is to do the deeper work. And I get that. There's a time and a place to start to unpack things. And different phases of your life, you may not be able to devote as much time and effort into those areas as other times. But I've also come to realize that life is always going to be busy. Life will always find a way to go sideways. And I would say that when things are calm or rough, if you can find the space to find stillness, to read a book maybe by Joe Dispenza or look into something like Catherine Clinton with her quantum biology work or look into somatic therapies or look into an energy healer or um, find a therapist or read the book, The Body Keeps the Score uh, by Bezel Ven- Vendor uh, Clock or Man's Search for Meaning or read Mind Over Medicine. Uh, there are so many resources out there to help us start to look into this and they all have different price points and they all require a different amount of commitment, but there's something out there for everybody. And I and I hope and I encourage you to find what supports you. True healing starts from deep within. It's not from a pill. It's not from a surgery. Those can help. Those can facilitate things. But healing comes from deep within. And I wish you the love and the courage and the support and the safety to access that deeper healing. Those are just my musings after various conversations with clients time and time again about how to show up for yourself in the best way possible and where are the roadblocks and how can you get the support to begin to unpack that And it might mean that you need to start with work there rather than seeing a naturopath. And maybe it means you need to work with an osteopath or a fascial release therapist and a therapist and a naturopath at the same time. Sometimes it takes a village. Anyways, I hope this message finds you well. And like I said before, I I wish upon you the love, the courage, the strength. And the feeling of safety to be able to explore the parts that need healing, that really need healing. And come to know who you really are, your truest potential, and everything that is magical about you. And integrate that mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, energetic, light being, light level of what it means to be human in this existence. Anyways, that's, those are my thoughts and I hope you enjoy them. Um, Many blessings on your day. Bye.